0: I love that, like I remember our first interview where you said you were not empathic and I called you out on that and I'm so glad I did. Yeah. Because people (laughs) you don't know were two therapists and you just actually kicked our behind with empathy (laughs) right now.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the Overcome Cafe. Tales of mind, body and relationships. The one and only podcast that serves as a guidepost for driven people trying to reach their goals while keeping a healthy lifestyle. Are you an athlete or a professional who's considered driven but feels that this sometimes comes at a cost? Do you want to reach your goals but want to maintain a healthy lifestyle? Especially in competitive fields such as sports, arts, business, or professionals. In sharing our knowledge, we want to encourage folks by helping them build momentum via our collective wisdom. This is the Overcome Cafe, tells of Mind, Body, and Relationships.
0: Hey, folks, it's LP Landry here. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you guys for being so encouraging with us. You guys matter, and we hope we can help make a small difference in your lives. Um, this episode today is our why episode. So it was long overdue. You'll hear me say it in the recording, I'm sure. But it was long overdue because we wanted to sit together and we're so glad Matt, Vicky and I will discuss our individual whys. So a little key information for you guys is uh, none of us discussed our whys before we recorded the episode. So you'll be privy to our spontaneous reaction when every one of us gives our own version of why. Uh, thank you guys for listening i hope that you find what you need in this episode we always aim to be of help either on the sporting arena either on the professional arena either on the personal arena thanks for listening to the overcome cafe tales of mind body and relationships man 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 the why episode we are arriving at the Y episode today guys uh, yeah, I feel like I should apologize almost, like being the Francophone that we, that I am. I apologize to our listeners for not doing the Y episode in the beginning. It seems like it's the, so, the supposed to format to, to actually oh. do the podcasting <laughs> thing. Because I feel like we've done, we've and I think that's very much our relationship, Matt. Oh, Vicky? Yeah. Very much our relationship as well yeah uh so the common factor is me oh that's not good because we dive deep very quickly and we end up like talking about stuff it, the warm-up for today was even us like talking about very serious stuff i don't think we've ever had a superficial conversation between the three of us so, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's yeah. just not how we roll <laughs> it's not how but we. but realistically <laughs> you yeah. know
2: nobody really cares yeah, yeah. let's be serious yeah Nobody's concerned about this. Here we are. But I am. So I am only one. you. Only me. I love that. Only you. Oh man, I can ponder on this only for many. You. <laughs> only you everybody don't else don't don't don't... is just receiving. <laughs> yes,
0: we are, and we will be giving today. I hope. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like a friends episode with Joey giving and receiving, and sharing, <laughs> and sharing. And Vicky is the perfect. Like she's the encyclopedia. Like, and- encyclopedia. And- 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 Oh, encyclopedia. Encyclopedia? Very how I miss your mother right now. So Mm -hmm. I'm quoting like, I'm sorry, I'm not giving the best transition to this today. (laughs) So we're doing the Y episode and we ended up doing it like in the middle of our other episodes. So that I'll call it COVID factor and pandemic factor. I like to blame pandemic for everything that doesn't go well in my world. It's easy. It's easy. If I cannot explain it, it's that pandemic. (laughs) But it is the the YFSO. We did. I've got a piece of paper that you're going to hear about probably a little bit. But we did decide like as a preparation that we would have a wish list and our individual wise. So.
1: Love it. Can't wait to hear yours.
0: uh, Vicky, ladies first. Sure. Would you like to go first or how are you today? Let's start like this.
1: Good, good. You know, it's I I've, I've I've been feeling a little tired lately, not completely refreshed, but I feel like today I, I don't know, I woke up and beautiful sun outside and mm. you no, know, I'm I'm ready to uh to to talk about my why, to dig deep with you guys or however this episode will turn out. Well I can't wait to hear from you guys because I have a, a feeling that it's it's I have my idea of maybe your why, so I can't wait to see what it's going to be. So should I say a little bit about the reason or just behind like How would like you like to heart? go
0: about it? What is your why? I, I the only thing I did send our crew are hmm, our collective. We're gonna be a collective. Like three people, is that a collective, Matt? Yeah. Perfect. And yes. Sold. <laughs> sold. So three people is a collective. So our collective, the only thing I, I said is the, um, I sent the format as the Y, the Simon Sinek model one, mm, yeah. two blank, which is the contribution, mm-hmm. so that blank. Yeah. Uh, I, did I say that correctly? The contribution. So
1: that and then the. The impact. The impact. Yeah. The
0: impact of it. Yeah. So, so I would say two like for my So so that. so
1: that and then the impact so really for me is it would be like to to really be present to show up with with kindness with openness um Mm. and I feel like just that that presence um will will bring a lot of of um like just really great conversation that will um in return just encourage you like encourage you to face hard things um in our daily lives just like the Mm. our stressors and i know that for me that's what the impact of the podcast that i listen to um for me it refreshes me it renews me Mm -hmm. um and it just like gives me the courage i need to to face my day so i guess naturally that's that's my that's my aim (laughs) so and and from what i've heard so far you know that has been encouraging for me to hear to hear people where they're coming from and where they are right now. And um, also it's so relatable that it's, it's like, okay, it doesn't feel far far away from me. So, mm-hmm. I, so it gives me that extra courage that I need to daily encouragement, I guess, to, to face hard things. And that's my hope for you that um, if you're listening and um, you are whatever lies ahead, you know that you, you be encouraged and, and that it will bring that strength for you.
0: Totally. Like I, my own, I'm relating to this with you as well, because what I'm seeing is there's a much more personal aspect to podcasting that if you compare it to traditional, like radio, Yeah, radio is really cool, but podcasting feels personal. Yeah. It feels really personal. Like you listen to somebody, it seems like you open a part of their mind mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like a book. I'm literally miming a book right now, but Mm-hmm. i feel like every time you and that's right like that's a great why because i get to benefit from it each day i see you in the morning you're like the kindest person that i know
3: oh
1: i wasn't always kind though when we first met
0: so and you're also <laughs> and you're all, i like but, that but i'm glad that but... we
1: are now yes for sure
0: and people <laughs> she's still working on accepting <laughs> a compliment that's true <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is a, <laughs> which is a thing <laughs> but yes um i won't go in the wish list for uh uh, right now i think like each individual why is important so yours is to be to show kindness Mm -hmm. in order to help our listeners go through rough patches like obstacles and difficulties each day so that's your why yeah perfect what about you matt
2: uh, yeah, I think Vicki starting out is really helpful for, for me just to kind of key in a few angles. So branching out from, you know, the medium, so pot start there, podcasting, I'll just elaborate, um, podcasts have probably been the, the, the biggest positive influence in my life in terms mm. of, uh, sort of, you know, consumption, absorption of ideas external totally. to myself Mm-hmm. um for the last maybe 5 years or something like that. So, um I I would I would say of all the things I've been exposed to podcasts, certain podcasts have changed my life.
0: Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. for the better. Totally.
2: and been really in, inspiring. So, a lot of different sort of doors you mm-hmm. could say have have kind of opened for me through mm-hmm. through this experience of, of spending what feels like close time with with people and their thoughts totally Yeah, mm-hmm. across a pretty big range and so people would assume i mostly listen to cycling podcasts which is only partially true that that's a portion of what i listen to a lot of other stuff is outside of that domain so you know and that's
0: so true like we when we talk together oftentimes we're not going to talk necessarily about the cycling podcasts those no. are, the, there's, there's really important, but it's not necessarily our conversation. Yeah,
2: no, not, not so much. I mean, it depends on mood and it's pretty fascinating to just as an aside that podcasts uh, covering such a huge spectrum, yeah. right. Of, of human sort of uh, thought oh, yeah. um, can be fit to, to, to the mood a mm-hmm. given day. Right. And, and I found like some, some days I'm in the mood for something cycling um, totally. and, and, and other days I'm just not. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm, I'm more open and ready to take on something that's maybe going to push my my sort of boundaries intellectually or, or yeah. spiritually, whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's fascinating to me uh, and the source of a lot of sort of curiosity and, and inspiration, too. So in, mm-hmm. in in this context of being able to, to, to share an opportunity, you know, a podcast, a creation with you guys, um, my main sort of orientation is to try to reflect that, you know, somebody who is driven mm. um and and who who is perceived perhaps as being you know simply good at certain things mm. and maybe operating mm. on a on a level that is not uh, necessarily attainable and and i situate that like i contextualize that i have no illusions into thinking that i'm uh, at the world-class level in cycling uh and i think that's uh, a strength uh, yeah. Of, yeah. of mine not a weakness in uh, totally. so far as I kind of my perspective on on this this activity and this lifestyle is is more relatable, I think, to most yeah. listeners than that of professionals. Yep. And I can learn from them. We can all learn from them. But uh, perhaps there are more sort of take home lessons to learn from speaking to people who mm-hmm. who incorporate this kind of uh, sport at this in you know, whatever level, at a relatively high level, let's say. Um, mm-hmm. Up against family life and, and working life. Totally. So so you know I've observed the misperception that uh, people who are really good at things are just good at them through talent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so I, I think that's a disabling misconception. Totally. Because yeah. most of us aren't that talented. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you know if if the sense is. I shouldn't even bother doing that because I don't have this stuff. Um, I, what I want to convey is we all have this stuff yep. to do things we don't already do. Yep. Right. Um, it doesn't, and it's not just about sport. It can be uh, an art. It yeah. can be a performance. It can be any number of different sort of ways of engaging, you know, and and, and channeling creativity. Yeah. Um, the fundamental is like, we if we can learn how to sort of incorporate different things into our daily life that sort of push us into new capabilities. Yes. Um, new opportunities just kind of emerge. Yep. Yeah. It's about changing our perspective and our openness to totally. what's out there.
1: Exactly, yes. And
2: that is what is incredibly inspiring and, well, it's awe-inspiring to me, yeah. is to see these different doors and, 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 and windows open yeah. um, just through shifts in my own, um, perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's it. So sharing experience, um, toward enabling folks to be confident in taking, taking on things that they're uncomfortable, uh, with that cause them fear. Uh, I'd like to share like my own experiences around fear mm-hmm. and anxiety and all of these things. There's been plenty of that. And uh, if there's anything I've learned that, that's going to help folks uh, in terms of tools or strategies uh, yeah. up against the expertise that you two bring, yeah. I think that that might be uh, yeah. You know, worthwhile.
1: Yeah. And it's like we're all human. Um, and like you said, Matt, like I, I, for me, I'll have a tendency to look at, wow, look at where they are. And without all of their dismissing, all of, of what mm. they've worked through to get there and and like just to hear your story to hear um people's stories that's that's encouraging and um yeah it it just and it makes us feel so much closer to that person of like they're relatable they're human um we're not so far we're not so different in a way you know No, we're not yeah
0: and that's it how would you see it's funny because one of our conversations vicky and i was Uh, she didn't realize she was a a driven person (laughs) (laughs) so i still remember that experience for you and seeing your face like like this ah ah" moment
3: glass shattering
1: moment for sure (laughs) glass
0: shattering moment (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but i'll go into the ah moment a w e moment yeah um i saw that and i was like oh she she really didn't know that about herself yeah so what is your experience about being driven. Because a, a driven person, I sim- I oversimplify. I, sometimes I oversimplify everything. But it's somebody who attains goals. Yeah. So that's an, yeah. on a consistent manner. It's a temperament that produces that. If the goal is yeah. to bring world peace, that driven person will, will try to do that. If the goal is the opposite, because it could go the other way bring chaos the uh, driven person probably is behind that but i'm sorry for the very no that's it when
1: when i asked when you asked me about um if i was a driven person that you saw me as a driven person i had my whole idea of what a driven person was was somebody with a lot of energy Mm. um that could do that had like like matt was saying like many talents that were sort of it was just easy for them and that was not my experience at all. So, from when you, you you told me that, so I then when you told me the actual definition of, mm. of its a purpose that that you know accomplishes what they their goals are. I, I mean, I can't say a hundred percent of the time, but the things that are mm. I'm passionate about. Um, when are. we start talking about some of my passion, I'm like, yes, I do find yes actually the energy. I am more. Um, I, I i will thrive i will do what I, everything that i can
0: because <laughs> when you hit that this. goal you get the energy that comes with it yes because eh? yeah. there's a release of energy when you attain some type of goals yeah but being process oriented because that's more my optic i'm more processed it's not oh uh, let's f- for instance uh, we talked about grind uh, a few times like my goal there was to finish grindero but the process is to become a a cyclist that sort of works that's it yeah my identity is linked to the cycling not that one specific event
1: right
0: and that's a big difference for me and i know you're like that like you're a driven yeah that's a yeah and your drive is actually people like if people are not kind you're gonna look at them and say what what's how and and with kindness because you have that thing you do that i can't and that's true like there's softness and it's contagious
1: oh thank you
0: and i'm sorry but i'm highlighting and matt's looking at me (laughs) he's like i totally
1: agree (laughs) Uh, it takes
0: a a driven person like i this week i was listening to one other podcast and the letterman tools guy the the, Mm -hmm. i don't know if you know the letterman Tools, but. That gentleman is so soft-spoken, but man, he's a driven person. Yeah. Seven years before he sold one tool. Right. Wow. Yeah, yeah. One hundred and some dollar tool, not yeah. even. They must be in the
2: gazillions now.
0: And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great company. And also because of his temperament, his only wise was, um, as long as he, he's going to be a CEO, as long as it's fun. And as long as he makes a positive impact on the company, and he says, "I considered at some point not doing that."
2: If I, I haven't heard the uh, the interview, but if I can speculate, I would I would imagine that uh, the, dry, the drive the uh, yes. drive behind behind that effort over seven years would be um, a vision of a future where there is something uh, that exists uh, that's part of the fabric of reality yeah. that makes a difference. Yeah. Uh, totally. and, uh, and that's what a Leatherman is. It's yes. now a thing that is part of, um, uh, modern life. Yes. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's like duct tape. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And zippers and Kleenex. <laughs> right. Uh, these, these are kind of core, <laughs> core things, um, that support us yes. doing the kinds of things we want to do. Totally. Right. So it's a, there's a vision there. The world can be different yes. in a better way and i'm gonna just drive at that and then there's yeah. a reverse engineering that comes from that that vision that's an outcome um a specific point in time when it's like okay well i consider it to be success now yeah uh, it's sustainable like the leatherman is a thing that will persist yeah. that's a particular point in time totally. it's not 100 units sold it's not a thousand no. it's more than that uh and then I think part of the fun uh, for an innovator like that is to reverse engineer the process. Totally. Right? So, so how, mm-hmm. um, you know, this thing could be made in a certain way where, yeah, we'd sell a lot, yeah. um, but it probably wouldn't become 10 million units. And he's not this stereotype
0: uh, driven person. Mm-hmm. Like we have this aggressive, imposing sort of image of a driven person. Like we always, we always think like a driven person is just like warrior type. Mm. With a sword and a shield is going to conquer. Mm-hmm. But I don't think drive and motivation is necessarily that. And, and our temperament as driven people can express itself in different manners.
2: If if I can um, take a stab at, at, totally. a, at a key sort of characteristic, totally. I, I think sort of a fixation... Uh, and I'm using the term on purpose uh, <laughs> uh, on mm. outcomes uh, is characteristic. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and with that, you know, we have a certain sense of, of, of personality, like broader sort of personality characteristics that go with that. Yeah. So we say a type personality, for yep. example. Right. Um, so, yeah, for driven people, a focus on achieving outcomes, I think, is a, is a consistent sort of yep. uh, thread. Um, and what we've talked about previously, and we'll talk about more, I think is that that is actually a problematic mode to be in mm-hmm. um, all the time, yeah. or even in a disproportionate amount. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because totally. a, a focus, and just to, to go to um, the, the the base of what I'm saying, a focus on outcomes is misplaced, I think, uh, if we consider, you know, what the future actually is mm-hmm. because That's an true. outcome is one point in time. Totally. And it's, and we've chosen to focus on one point in time as being sort of all important yes. uh, right. on a timeline that is going to unfold ad infinitum yeah. until the end of the universe. Yeah. So we, we tend to put disproportionate amount of sort of emphasis and value, I think on what we've identified as one time point, yeah. one now point. Yep. Yeah but um we are then not looking beyond it and saying, okay after that outcome mm-hmm. then what? And so if we look at a, a massive uh, event that we put our effort into um, like a, a bucket list item or, or some kind of a comp like we're, we were uh, championships that we yeah. yeah. and masters racing yeah. just because a lot of people do that for example yeah. and we go everything's about that and the outcome there that might that outcome, of the race if it's a race is what we think is all important Mm -hmm. but maybe we should be looking beyond that and asking ourselves if i win that thing or i'm on a podium or i'm 10th what does that mean for how i see myself in my sport the next week the next month and the next year and that's a great exercise
0: Mm -hmm. to actually do that part and sort of imagine what the next Approach the next moment will be. There's worthy opponents, eh, in life. I'm stealing from uh, Simon Sinek on that one a little bit, but there's worthy opponents. So I don't think it's because you win a race that a worthy opponent is a worthy opponent. It's mutual respect, mutual admiration, and fondness, which is criteria for healthy couples' relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, I was going to fondness say. and admiration. <laughs> couples who i'm not using couples for a moment but couples who are functional healthy couples argue sick uh, there's 60 percent of their arguments that i don't resolve mm-hmm. so what what constitutes a great relationship is fondness and admiration this is the godmans like that talk about that a lot but in worthy com a worthy competitor worthy opponent it's in this in the term opponent it's, it's, it almost is a contradiction in itself because you're the opposite opponent and opposite is in the same family but you're not the opposite you're a different expression of the same type of specialization you're a cyclist yeah. and a cyclist
2: if if i if i might sort of pose a, a, a question here um i'll get to it um I've observed lately playing hockey on the outdoor rink with my my son, who's mm. 10. And then, so this is a return really to outdoor hockey for me after uh, more than 20 years of not really doing that, <laughs> uh, and but growing up uh, just playing totally. a massive uh, number of hours. Um, so what I've observed is there's quite a spectrum of uh, sort of perspectives on what outdoor hockey is um, across the range of kids that play at this local rink that I play at. So it's a lot of kids around (laughs) 10, 11, 12, 13, and that Hmm. kind of range. Um, Some of them play on hockey teams competitively and um, seem to think that what they're doing at the outdoor rink is whatever it's required to win the outdoor hockey game, uh, where a lot of people are not counting score but a bunch of them are, mm-hmm. which is foreign to me. As a kid growing up, we never counted score playing outdoor hockey. That mm-hmm. was not relevant. No. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't what I thought we were doing, was trying to win. We were trying to play. Yeah. Yes. But, like yeah. play, but also like play well. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that actually involved passing a lot. And it's, and it's a very different dynamic I'm, mm-hmm. I'm observing. So it gives me thinking, like, I, I find these kids are not really grasping what, what sport is. You know, like what, especially what sportsmanship is. They're not there right mm-hmm. now. They're on, hopefully, a development curve. Mm-hmm. The related thought then in question became, um, and thinking about a future uh, future interview that we're, we're lining up, yeah. is um, what... What should we actually value in sporting performances? Totally. Uh, mm. If we if we judge against uh, so LP and I have experience with, um, you know the your latest res- you're only as valuable as your latest <laughs> yes. result. Yes.
1: Mm, like the stats or, or yeah, well, yeah, like did you Winning.
2: a podium if you haven't recently? Put, right. And then there was an aesthetic side, and it was you're only as good as your last photo. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Right. So yeah. You can
0: photos and podium. Photos and podiums. Right. That so was these a- are
2: the. These are the, uh, the signs, uh, the metrics for, yes. for value. Mm. And so I was thinking about, for example, um, sort of iconic uh, race performances that, that many of us have seen over recent years. Like, so in road cycling, there's been some, some very iconic wins. Matthew Vanderpoel had an mm. in, yeah. incredible uh, a win uh, in 2021. There's been shocking yes. performances, uh, incredible in cyclocross, yeah. um, in mountain biking, in all the disciplines, there's been performances that have been really exceptional. So if you go, totally. okay, what matters in terms of a leg, like what, how do we quantify a legacy for a, a, a retired athlete, say yeah. a cyclist? Yep.
0: Um, what are we, which what were, are we counting? Which a lot yeah. of them actually work more now, retired, in cycling than when they were racing.
2: They, they certainly do. Uh, right. And they're, tr- they're having to keep the, the ball rolling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so in terms of outputs and outcomes and, and so my question then is like um, those performances that we actually go back to and watch again and yeah. say like, I am going to go watch that final of that race again, because that was so spectacular. Yeah. Should we be thinking about these performances as a form of art, artistic expression? Yeah. Um, oh, I like and, that. And, and, and mm-hmm. sort of evaluate on that level. Yes. Versus, a question of like counting wins. Does it matter more that you won sixty races in your lifetime, or does or does it equally matter that you won a race in a way that was so incredible, yeah, and and sort of artful, yeah, that people go back and watch that again, yes, mm. right, yes, like which, so the, is which it, the term iconic it's a performance art, yes, performance. Oh wow, right. Yeah. That's that's what I so it doesn't matter how you win yes right and it, it seems to matter
0: oh uh, it does right like the word icon is like token as well eh? an icon and a token it's a little bit on the same level where it becomes uh, an imprint for a moment and then we go back to it eh? tokens are used to yeah. for mercantile consumptions sometimes like money yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. nfts Yes, uh, yes, which I still not sure I totally understand, but yes. I think I. So sorry, listeners, if you're in the NFT business, I apologize. I just don't understand <laughs> the, all two of you. Yeah, all, yeah. <laughs> all two of you, all two of you. But at the same time, uh, when we look at i the iconic moment, I think it it nods to purpose and mm-hmm. nods to purpose, like a worthy opponent nods to purpose you become a better person because of that person
3: mm.
0: that's what i see and i define as a worthy opponent we're both fellow walkers in mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. big picture mm-hmm. the infinite one right the one that's going to last like i still watch some videos of eddie Merckx mm-hmm. <laughs> in paris rubet it's mm-hmm. iconic his training his preparation like we've changed the tools a lot but the ways of taking care of them, not that different sometimes. It's still some things make a difference there. And it's still applied today and we forget about it. Hmm. But the the icon for me is sort of a imprint in time. Hmm. A token of time. And then you go back to that and go back to that. And then you use that to build something different or to mimic parts of it. And try to figure out your own way, creatively, to get there. Because I think art form is, that's the biggest hurdle that I try to teach my students in psychotherapy. Like, they come with the science a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, the how-to, the manner of applying psychotherapy. And sometimes they'll give me definitions of stuff. Mm -hmm. But then I show them a video, and then they're like, it doesn't look anything like what I'm doing but this is how it expresses itself. Mm-hmm. Like therapies of art form as much as a science.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You experiment you with that part, but then you apply it differently. So um, so that's the same logic as what you were talking with cycling and those mm-hmm. moments with people earlier. How you win yeah. the race makes a difference, I think.
2: I, I think a lot of people would agree. I mean, it's, a, it's something that is sort of <laughs> captured in different d- different sort of traditions yeah. within cycling and a lot of people would tend to point to italian traditions as being more on the uh sort of um artistic side yeah right and there's an ethos that sort of underpins that the french have their own as well and yes. there's an american and there's a different sort of cultural yeah. underpinnings Totally. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a, an aside, I guess, um, but something that we might pick up in a subsequent conversation. Totally. And I won't uh, give any uh, tells, any additional tells on that. I know. We're, mm. I think we're, we're
0: us three. We're smiling right now, everyone. So I like to yeah. describe, give a glimpse at the room right now. We're all smiling because I think we're all excited. We have joy thinking yeah. about
1: Interesting. the few I'm, I'm
0: interviews excited. that are coming up. Yeah. And also our own interviews, like the 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 talk, Matt and I, but also the interviews that are coming up. And we all have this smile a little bit because we're like, wow, we get to talk to people about mm-hmm. what they do. And I know one of my goals is, and I haven't come to my why yeah, yet. So see. is it a good time to, is it a good segue? Yeah. Like my, perfect. Uh, my why is to help people so that they grow. As simple as that how i go about it though sometimes my contribution is like for instance the first time i met matt is okay matt it's official you're a cyclist i know that you're a great cyclist but i want to know how your your temperament operates in other areas of your life i want to know because i think that the person is bigger than the sport in the sense that it's not not bigger uh, because People are going to misunderstand what I'm saying this here. I mean, I'm sorry, everyone. I don't want to say something like that. But I think if you understand the person, you understand the expression of the person in the sport. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about art mm-hmm. earlier. And my goal, I remember before we sat together, I was like, I want to understand the person behind the cycling. Because that's really... Cycling is an expression of that person. Mm-hmm. So when pros do stuff that are pro-like... It's because they spent more time doing that thing most of the time. But the mentality, the drivenness is there, anyways. It's just a direction that that person decided. Mm -hmm. The sacrifices, as well, Mm because I think us three in this room right now, we, we were all driven, but we decided to have different facets, sort of to, like, for instance, we all wanted families here. Mm-hmm. we wanted to cycle you wanted to be a therapist you <laughs> wanted to make a difference I'm, yeah. and i'm looking at vicky right now but we've sort of wanted to maintain balance i think that's the part that was more common in this room right now
2: mm. if i can jump on that jump um yeah, i think it's kind of fascinating and i hope that we we can tease this out through conversations with others over over the the subsequent yeah you know months totally um that being so this orientation sort of latent driven nature Mm -hmm. um is sort of contingent i think yeah right so like it's it's a disposition that we we agree we 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 share Mm -hmm. and the way that our lives have gone it has manifested yeah it has had room to sort of develop yes it didn't have to go that way though no it could have gone another way yeah Mm. and we it could have been crushed
0: yes that's entirely possible probably uh, probably but that's the part i'm not sure of so it could have been crushed but i'm crushed in the sense that we would not have had results in the same arena as we had results but crushing a spirit is very tough like uh, that's the part. Yeah, I think it, it might comes, have been expressed differently though.
2: I think it comes down to the sense of.
0: Hey guys, Future LP here. I just wanted to interrupt our podcast a little to let you guys know that we've uh, actually launched our first coaching program. Uh, those who are driven and want to learn how to better navigate their tools uh, or learn tools to better navigate their their temperament we actually have an offering for you. So for those interested, go to our website, overcomecafe.com slash our services. And you'll be able to find me quite easily. um, If you click on the button right there, Uh, those are you who are living in Ontario, Canada and are seeking psychotherapy. There's also a link to that, to my private practice in case you're interested or feel the need to work on a more, and deeper level. So for those looking for tools, coaching might be for you. For you, and we're so excited to have our first offering at overcomecafe.com/slash our services, or just head on to overcomecafe.com and click on the our services button, and you'll be able to find um, the service that fits you best. Thank you, everyone. I'll let you get back to it, and without further ado, our why episode thanks guys
2: it comes down to the sense of uh being able to determine uh outcomes sufficiently mm-hmm. like independently versus being reliant on others yeah and mm. i think if people have experiences where they try to make things happen and they fail and mm. they fail and they fail yeah then that's where i see dreams sort of crushed yeah right it's mm-hmm. like uh, it's futile like and I'm just not gonna p- totally. expose myself to that kind of risk and that kind of um, disappointment anymore.
0: It depends and, which fear you listen to. Yeah, because that's another well,
2: in the in the in the expanse of human experience. I think you know there's surely been plenty of driven people who have become no longer driven people mm. um, and yes. sort of accepted that like their They're, lot in life is going to mm. be
0: so you yeah, fitting in. Yeah, acquired resignation. Right. That's what uh, that's what we call it. right? Eh? Yeah. Okay.
2: So what I wanted to connect that to though is mm. where being driven does sort of have a positive feedback loop mm-hmm. manifest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you're doing this more, these things more. I I think there becomes opportunity to develop a sense through excess yeah. of the value of balance. Yeah. Because we tend to push too far yep uh, and and then mm-hmm. the cracks start to really show. Yeah. which I think is is actually helpful. Yep. In, my, to, in my just my personal perspective, I think being somebody who takes things too far and then uh, has injury and, and different sort of critical totally. sort of uh, problems yields or sort of gains insight yeah. um, that that actually exceeds what what we might sort of access mm. if we don't really push, to our limits at all yeah and so it, i've seen this happen in terms of yeah. uh just injury injury being incredibly informative mm. about um, general like health and taking care of the body yeah um but, but mm. forced by a specific injuries right mm. and having to stop yeah and assess yeah and go okay well where 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 can i support my health better right as part of a lifestyle kind yeah. of pro- more holistic approach yeah and i think totally. the same is true for like sleep You know, really, really pushing the envelope in terms of of sleep and then having days where you're trying to perform physically and can't and you go, well, let me figure out why. And Well, this is what I've been doing to myself. I need to make a change. I need to pivot um, versus that slow burn. So it's kind of like jobs where you have this kind of, um, you know, general discomfort around the job, but it's not enough to push you. To make a change, yeah. to quit, to say I'm out, and, and do some and open another door. Yeah, uh, mm. I think that's a lot more harmful than actually having uh, something specific happen in a job that's a blow up. Yeah, um, that's a favor in my mind. If mm. the job is generally not good, I think the best thing that can happen is some kind of calamity, catastrophe, some kind of big explosion that forces you to go. Okay, I'm out yeah uh, right. the slow burn is what is really harmful to us and our health yeah. long term wears us down and kind of you know wrecks us yeah totally um so i think yeah. that's that's an advantage to being driven maybe this is why we will ultimately have opportunity to speak to a lot of mm-hmm. insightful folks who are driven yeah is that they have been way imbalanced yep totally and they had opportunity to mm-hmm. kind of like you know draw out, you know, sort of like take the big 10,000 foot view. Yeah. go Okay. What have I been doing? What's working? What's not working? And what kind of person do I maybe need to try to become, um, in an active way? Totally. Right. Um, versus just repeating the patterns that I have and expecting different results.
1: That's something I've noticed from the two of you when you're, I've noticed that you guys, when you're facing, a struggle. Um, Both of you have more, when we talk about like the fight flight freeze, I find that the both of you are more into the fight, like, okay, I'm going to go deep into that struggle or Mm. face it rather than, you know, avoid it or try to, you know, just, I'm I'm just going to continue, even if it doesn't work out. I've noticed that of the two of you, that you guys are sort of just like facing right into it and taking the plunge and... I know something about what you were saying, Matt. Just let me to that that uh, observation from the the two of you.
2: I like that. If we can. were on yeah. video, my face, you folks would see my face is like <laughs> I have a wow face because I'm incredibly impressed that you've picked that up mm-hmm. oh. um, from from LP. Yeah, like I'm yeah. not, not, not surprised that you observe it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but on my side, that's rather uh, insightful. Mm-hmm. You're on the you're on the money. Um, mm-hmm. I won't. I won't uh, to hog the mic here, but totally agree. Yeah. I actually kind of welcome yeah. conflict because yeah. I consider it productive. Productive. Yeah. That's and it. I, I mean, agree. I don't. I don't want to engineer. I don't want to engineer. You know, conflicts. Yeah. You know, just like sometimes. Yeah, we're all drawn into, you know, that sort of uh, physical need for. A conflict to yeah. resolve stress you know yeah. we talked
0: about the domination aspect of it That's like you know, wanting to dominate well but yeah, but conflict is actually a disagreement at the base it's the disagreement of opinions
3: hmm.
0: and, and there's like overt conflict there's smiling conflict of course but there's like passive conflict where two people disagree and don't talk Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't. I don't. And like, that's not good. It's like cancer, like cancer, don't cancer don't for the relationship.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of uh, insipid, in, I guess, and yeah. harmful. So I mean, conflict is one angle, but the other yeah. is just sort of like struggle or, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, situations that are scary or or whatever. Yeah, like mm. I guess this is a, a baseline personality orientation. Yeah. Um, seems better to just hit these things straight on. And kind of like see what happens yeah. right? Like do do your best with what you have to work with and and move forward. And maybe that's part of the, the psychology around like always being in problem solving mode yeah. right? Like yeah. maybe the intuitive thing and because like if we have this behavior, it's from when we're quite young. Yeah. yeah. So if, if it's if it's sort of an, a natural adaptation to a lot of um, top-down sort of, over analytic processing yeah mm-hmm. um i think maybe the, the the handy resolution move is to just like just face it and get it over with yeah because mm-hmm. if we if we don't do that and we put it off our minds don't let go yeah we're just like no. going, we're not sleeping we're just over and over processing what's the resolution what's the resolution yeah. it seems best probably a lot of the time to just okay let's just hit this straight on mm-hmm. and then like get it out of the way sometimes right. the, the
0: the quickest point yeah between two two different areas it's just to go straight yeah Mm. sometimes though and that's the i think the subtlety that i'm noticing with the driven temperament versus this the skills to maneuver your temperament and that's a conversation that i've noticed we've had (laughs) a lot like this is who i am but this is the skill that i need to thrive with who i am like and that's my my wish list for people listening, like you two uh, listeners, like tell two friends and we'll have four. Thank you. <laughs> but, and that's the goal for the people. So it becomes something, a contribution to them uh, is to explore. Cause I don't think we have the solution. I think we have the questions and I think some of the solutions we understand, or at least we can offer a very humble perspective of it. But that's the fun part. I mean, like, my wish list is that we have, like, 500 listeners by the end of the year. Mm. So that's my wish list. That's a wish. Is it going to happen if I we have 200 listeners? Am I going to be glad? Mm. Right now, there's 300 people listening. Doesn't mean that they've listened to the whole episodes, but it's 300 people that listened, which is a great thing. And uh, Matt and Vicky didn't know this, so I just sprung yeah, it on them so it. 300 people listened up to this point cool cool thank you for doing that thank you mm-hmm. for trusting us because you're trusting us with part of your listening time but trusting that we're valid sources of cultural information mm-hmm. and that's the goal for me like to give valid in- information so people can grow with this yeah because i as mm-hmm. a driven person i want to have like there's my temperament, but there's the tools that I need to manage my temperament. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the openness that we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've met many Mm. driven people who lack skills to maneuver their temperament and they end up failing.
3: Mm.
0: And I failed, I failed my, I failed a lot. You do (laughs) do a lot of failing. You do a lot of failing. failing. So if you don't get like that, if you don't, use openness as a gauge to think differently, then you're going to suffer. You're going to repeat. You're yeah. going to repeat. Because yeah. I think we repeat. I yeah. think driven people, because I we aim to a goal, but if the goal is too um, ambitious, which is sort of the problem with driven people, is to develop discernment sometimes and say, you know what, this goal, I could probably do it yeah Mm. i could probably do it but what is the cost of that yeah because if
2: i mean the goal might be what we want but it might not be what we need that's it Mm. Uh, and i love that so uh, just to build on you know the 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 thread of the openness and then i'll kick to to vicky um my wish is you know my wish list my wish is to effectively channel what comes into my consciousness Mm. And then have it flow through me yep. in, in my particular way yep. for the benefit of our listeners, right? Totally. So I, I, I'm not really generating anything that is novel, yep. absolutely novel, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I am ever doing that. Yep. I think in my life, all I'm ever doing is channeling a bunch of different threads of insight, information understanding knowledge
0: and if you take i'm sorry i'm going to yeah. disagree with that part if you back it up a hundred feet more okay and if you take like the, the airplane vision of you that's Matt. and that's unique because you're not you're more than a vessel oh, sure, sure 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 so that all that it's
2: not a ve- it's but i mean so like i i, I, I love your I, humility i, I just I, called, called i'm an algorithm r- like you know i'm like a cognitive algorithm right Like, so like all of this stuff is throwing, flowing through me and it's Uh coming out in a unique way.
0: But I disagree with the algorithm.
2: We can use a different metaphor, perhaps.
0: Yes. Yeah. Because I think...
1: How so? Yeah. yeah. Tell us.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And and that's my disagreement. It doesn't mean that I'm right. That's the thing. Um,
2: But it's an intelligent... I mean, there's... So there's... uh, Okay. If I say algorithm and you think there's nothing added, because I think it's algorithms just for me is
0: zeros and ones. That's yeah, it
2: Well so I know So okay.
0: I need to take it 200 feet more and yeah. see that the algorithm is actually zeros and ones that are painting uh, the Mona Lisa.
2: The creativity is in the
0: unique sort of combination totally. of disparate sort of uh, veins that's, of that's
2: consciousness, it. of thoughts, of all of these, these, these things, these senses, sensibilities, you know, feelings, mm. in, in a way that is uh, that is a unique contribution. That is always what I aspire to do. Yes. Anything I'm doing is, yes. okay, how can all of this, which anybody can access, relatively speaking, plus my experience, Yeah. how can I put all that together in a way that is kind of special special in the sense that it brings something new yeah to the conversation to the issue whatever it is and it adds totally in a positive way and that's my wish to do and that's always the challenge i because who like i just don't want to be channeling the same things no i mean anybody can do that it's about what can i do that's unique to me yeah so that's that so it's like music you know, some will say music. I don't create new music. Music flows through me. Mm. There's an right? evolution. And it's like, but you put your your own imprint and your own sort of tone and cadence Just because to it, it.
0: It, it got filtered through you. Right. Like water. Yeah. Like, remember the lake at Granjuro? Like, that water looked so appetizing. But you needed the filter to drink That's it.
2: It's hilarious that you would say that it looked appetizing. <laughs> Because uh, it just yeah. goes to show how strong uh, <laughs> other emotions can be. Like, yeah, because uh, Giardia you're... is always top of my mind. <laughs> like,
0: I don't want to take today? like a, flu- a, yeah. f- a few slugs or st- stuff like yeah. that. But from afar, it looked really appetizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And no, it, okay. I remember, I, oh, this is this the beach party? This is oh. <laughs> I
1: heard about the beach party, but I didn't see it. There was no beach party. (laughs) There was no
0: beach party. But I I did
2: say I would kick to Vicky on the the wish list. Yeah. uh,
1: The wish list. Hmm. Good question. You know, I would, from hearing from you guys, really the wish list is the same as if I was listening uh, to a podcast would be that I have a little bit more knowledge about my blind spots. And I think Mm. that's what I've heard of you guys, too. Like with our opponents, opponents. with with not being alone and just relatable and and I like it can be so much richness like just coming Mm. out of uh, what you guys are experiencing and so so I think that my wish list is that um, yeah we we take a glance at our blind spots and Mm. uh, and go from there so yeah
0: so if you look that makes any sense if you look if you look at the blind spots yeah like if you know more about your blind spots, what impact is that going to make on you?
1: There's going to be like a seed planted. And then <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, I'm not going to expect like instant transformation, but I'm I'm hoping that they're going to take root and that I'll be more aware mm. and that I can decide to change some things, like little changes doesn't have to be big changes. But um, just like what we were t- talking about, like finding a like a balance or like, finding like the tension um um just having more courage it it brings me back to like courage to make small changes Mm. um and i know for me it's like finding like a healthy balance so that i I don't burn out or so if like things like that that if i i know a little bit more about my blind spots then i'll be able to act on them and and go from there good
2: so Connecting a couple of dots from what yeah. you said, and I love it. I'm really glad you went there. Um, do you find that when you're in a in a state of sort of more optimal, to use a uh, overly specific term, yeah. balance in, yeah. in your life, um, that y- you can see your blind spots, and maybe I will bring the other term heuristics into the mix here. Can you see these things sort of manifest? Hmm. and and sort of like to draw out from your own sort of thinking right and go oh wait a second i see i see what i'm doing there versus when you're in the mode of sort of top down very task and focused um awareness right and you're just doing your back-to-back task oriented objective oriented Hmm. uh, engagement do you do you see a contrast
1: i do yes if if I, for me, I have to get out of that mode of of doing, 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 um, because I lose that awareness. Um, and it's often with the consequences that I'm like, aha, that's where (laughs) that that's, that's not the outcome that I want. So I have to sort of go back. So I would say when I'm feeling more like healthy balance, for sure. I, I feel more flexible. I feel like I can be also more vulnerable and mm. just sort of mm-hmm. s- take a, a closer look at my blind spots and sometimes it's just like, okay, you know what, I need to experience something different of not doing and still feeling like it's it's okay, you know, yeah, yeah, so things like that.
0: Totally. Sure. One of your drives is to connect.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: You're a, a very much connecting person. Like mm. you have this aura, there's a... You, <laughs> like the term attraction, because I'm, I feel like if people look at me in that in the sense, oh, he's, he's her husband, so of course he's gonna say she's attractive. But that's the general comment that I add. People are attracted to yeah, you wow. when they see you. There's something that is that is warm and attractive. So closeness is a mm-hmm. term that is used for yeah. attractiveness. So I know that it is it is also one of your drives yes yes i know that connection (laughs) is your main drive like if it's not working on the connection level then vicky has a problem
1: yeah and i have a problem understanding what's going on if if i don't feel close to that person i'll you know i'll i'll be willing to to do the extra mile to get there but Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's true that is a drive yeah
2: so to speculate maybe what's going on a little bit there that people are picking up on is it sounds like your interactions with others are not um, about what they can do for you uh, no. to advance your priorities, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. really just a general openness to interacting as two people.
1: Yeah, exactly. My drive is like <laughs> I want to know everything uh, you know about you and 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 be with with the person. Um, so yes, that but is so true. It's not
2: for. It's not for. It's not instrumental for you. No, and this no. is something that you will both have, have, have observed in others who re- repel you. Yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, will be that person only wants to talk to me mm. in so far as I offer something of value to them. Yeah. Yes. that advances their, their objectives and their priorities. Totally. And and once they've determined that that's not the case. Yeah, this this. Dialogue, whatever it is, is over. Yeah. Right? Like it's instrumental. Yeah.
0: That's it. And yeah. you're actually taking like my childhood wound and putting that on the yeah. table. I love <laughs> that, Matt. Much. So, Matt, it's also you're... transactional.
2: This is, remember when I yeah. mentioned to you previously, I don't like taking money from people. Yeah, I know. Because it's transactional. Yes. Yeah. The same dynamic applies to just communication. Yeah. Transactional communication is um, off putting totally uh, to some i mean it's a totally. sensitivity for me anyway totally yeah uh and if you if your orientation is to be open because we are humans relating to each other as humans totally that's it like that's, that's it. A, no i don't have any expectations like or requirements my, my, for more. Right. and my
0: childhood wound is man people talk to me because i help them feel them better mm. right that was sort of the the litmus of a little bit yeah. in the, in that thing and i I love that. Like I remember our first interview where you said you were not empathic, and I called you out on that. Yeah. And I'm so glad I did. Yeah. Because people <laughs> you don't know were two therapists, and you just actually kicked our behind with empathy <laughs> right now. Yeah. Yes, because <laughs> that's been one of my blind is spots yeah. of
1: too much. Um, you know, you know, not not also being. There for myself, or, or or staying connected to myself, I would mm-hmm. say. So, so for sure, yeah, and yeah, it, it's. I think we all have our blind spots. Even at our best, um, you know, our, our best qualities can also uh, bring us to our blind spots there too. Our strengths I mean. can be a weakness. Yeah. That's for sure.
3: Yeah,
0: it can be. It depends what you do with it. Like we were yeah. talking about with money, with anything else. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah good job good job yeah. matt
2: well like, yeah. thanks likewise
0: yeah yeah thank you yeah. but uh, good job matt good job vicky on this one as well thank you. like but <laughs> I, I i feel like I, I i'm like oh i shouldn't compliment vicky that much still so cool.
2: well doesn't still this go to gift giving and gift receiving yes uh, yeah. there are some some core sort of um, things going on yeah, yeah. underneath yeah um and uh, it's not something that only you struggle with. That's for sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah.
0: No. Hmm. I, and I think that's what we're noticing with the pandemic right now. Like the more functional people are, the one more functional. That's. It sounds like there's a judgment or a condemnation in this. So I'm gonna backtrack, and say like the the people who uh, were ma- were managing the balance a little bit better in the beginning they're sort of getting tired right now mm. because yeah. that who it was more obvious, like we were teetering in the beginning, like, Oh my God, I'm going to, mm. but the ones who are more functional, like that. And I think a lot of the driven people, it, it, it was us like in the, in that sense, not mm. that we're better is never, we're not this better type of temperament. It's just that driven people can continue Yeah. where most people stop.
2: Yeah. Well, I I mean, uh, if if there's something to that, it might be uh, experience with having objectives yeah. and sort of a, a road map where we think we're going that is uh, thrown out the window yeah. mm. uh, because of real life. Yeah, mm. uh, injuries are, are, are one of the reasons that that happens. Illness, uh, you know, f- death in the family, all these yeah. kinds of things. Yeah. So we have we have a plan. And we have to go, well, that's not happening. Mm. How can I make the best of the situation, right? Given Mm. what the universe is giving me. Mm. Totally. And so in the absence of uh, these kinds of objectives that are medium and long term, that are not like they're more about specific sort of events, perhaps, Mm. versus Mm -hmm. like I I want to be a millionaire. Yeah. You know? Um, there, there's that reverse engineering sort of like, there's always that mode of engineering. Okay. What are the steps? Yeah. What are the behaviors? What are the habits? Yeah. And so I think we'll get into this, um, in, in, future conversations, but, um, I think it's really interesting to see how for driven folks. There's an opportunity as we get older, Mm -hmm. you know, depending on where our driven nature is really manifesting. Because I I see, I've lamented in the past to myself mostly, (laughs) man, wouldn't it be awesome if my jam was like golf or some sport where as you get better, it doesn't get riskier? Yeah, Mm. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Like I could just, (laughs) there would be no ceiling. Because part of my ceiling was like risk yeah. and why I decided to stop, uh, you know, downhill racing, for example. Yes. Um, so, you know, intellectually, you know, if you're an academic, yes. there's no limit yeah. really. I mean, until you, you're, you're just too old and, and, and your brain's failing you and mm-hmm. um, there's things to do to avoid that yeah. to a degree. Um, you can just keep building, keep yep. building, but in sport anyway, mm-hmm. We have to, we have to face the fact that we're going to stop building nice. capability at some point mm-hmm. in a sense., yeah. and we're going to have to pivot. Yeah, right? So again, so, so pivoting's important. Pivot.. Again. Yeah. Where do I yeah. pivot? How can I take what I've developed and still find you know joy in what I'm doing? And also be able to share that with other people and, right. and contribute to the overall sort of undertaking, like the greater community. Totally. That's my orientation personally anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And you go, well, what kind of attributes am I looking for? So you got to shift from outcomes to capabilities and and the way of doing the thing. Yeah. How do I want to feel when I do the thing? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I think would be really interesting to explore down the road is, yeah. is this focus on As an objective, Mm. how do I want to be in the world? How do I want to feel day to day? That is not at all the same as I want to win nationals
0: in 2023. Totally, Mm. because that's that's an impact goal. That's it. Yeah. uh, Rather than a contribution, like I know I've talked about the impact earlier, but still, it's like oh, I've won this event, Mm. rather than you know what I want to be a great cyclist. Yeah, and that identity. And it's funny because the age restraints. Are yeah. way different because a cyclist was in his fifties, was great. It's not the same manifestation as a twenty-year-old no. who's great.
2: No, 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 not at all. Because mm. of
0: the metrics again, of course. But the yeah. philosophy of it, yeah, and the purpose of it is bigger. Yeah,
2: and perhaps, and mm. we'll see. I think a big part of that sort of art of the possible then, yeah, is is the dynamic of where we have people who are going through these chapters who have others to look to as yeah. guideposts. Totally. Right. Yeah. And it just, you know, totally. Oh, I see that this is what cycling in fifties and sixties looks like for other people. And I see how, you know, where value is for those people, like what they are really vibing on. Yeah. And Oh, I could see myself in that mindset too, and loving it. And that's, Kind of the, where I've been sort of, you know, moving myself over the last few years is thinking, well, I don't want to care about race results anymore. Mm -hmm. How do I do that? Like, I'm going to care about something. I got to care about something, right? Yeah. I got to get, get, you know, feel good about what I'm doing. And so it has to be more about, well, how how can I kind of effectively do whatever I want on a bike and feel good as I'm doing it versus just survive it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's cuz just surviving exper- I think is
2: the wrong message yeah. actually to the the greater writing population to just do things and survive it on desk door, no. I don't think is actually something that we should be modeling. That's not what no. I want to model. I no. want to I want to help people understand how do you do this audacious thing? Yeah. And audacity is just sort of something that's core to I think who I am. And I
0: and I think the difference yeah. between the two if I can add yeah. to that is one the surviving mode it's i'm not good enough to do this i'm a fraud right Mm. now right so i shouldn't be here because it's dangerous yeah like these guys are way better than i am so therefore they have their place yeah Mm.
2: that's for a different species i don't belong yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah.
0: but we want to belong and sometimes the the thriving Mm. i think is much more purpose related contribution whatever you want to call it on this level Like deeper meaning in life type of approach, yeah. Um, Then actually, oh, you know what? I just want to belong with this group of people, but I'm not one of them. So therefore, I'm surviving all the way through. Like these guys are doing this. Isn't it funny how and it's comparison.
1: It's comparison about what they did. Like In when we don't belong is, oh, they won three races. That's why I don't belong. But yeah. when we actually get to know the people, we do feel like we can relate mm-hmm. and how much when we're connected with them, how much I it's like, okay, you're, you're just like me. Yes. Um, so I, I always find it yeah funny how much when we don't belong, it's always about what the person did. But what you're saying, Matt, is that it's, it's not about just what you do it's about who you are and who you are as a mentor who you are for for others and
2: yeah i mean there's a lot of different facets there right Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. that, maybe people are apprehending as they are seeing others reflect their lives right Mm -hmm. and they're you know they perceive them as great as cool as mm. interesting mm. whatever like there's a lot under the surface right and we just totally. kind of absorb yeah it's not necessarily out there to sort of read explicitly right yeah. but um you know there in in the social media domain there is you know a, a spectrum that it goes from you know the good the bad and the ugly here's mm. here's this is my life all of it totally so to speak yeah all the way through curated right so these are just the highs mm-hmm. right so it's the whole spectrum yeah. so so the the most famous people perhaps in cycling anyway uh, are showing more of the highs than anything else totally um and and so the impression that a lot of people are getting is well th- they only have successes right mm-hmm. and the truth of the matter is and this goes to the whole like interrelational thing that you get when you actually know people is that the best writers always have bad days totally and part of the sort of vulnerability that i really appreciate uh in some of the newer like the newer generation the younger generation stars is that they put that vulnerability front and center Mm -hmm. and they just own it and so the way that that manifests which is by
0: definition vulnerability yeah Yeah. because the other part it's over disclosure right Over over disclosure is not yeah, vulnerability. vulnerability, no, it's yeah. not the same. It's it? not the same. over yeah. is a very sophisticated protection mechanism.
2: Mm. It's almost like a wash. Like it no. just the 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 lows just get sort of like lost. So in, you're in, div- in, you're in the divulging.
0: Like, it's like when you don't say something impulsively because it's not truthful.
3: Mm.
0: That's the thing. Like for example, a good example of that. You see a friend and. Uh, they're wearing this neon sweatshirt a la 90s <laughs> that you think is ugly and you say nothing. Yeah because the truth is it might be nice for that person. Mm-hmm. It might be good for that person but you don't say it. Why don't you say it? That would have been the truth. Actually I would have I would argue that that was not truthful. It was me being impulsive.
2: It's not a truth. I mm. mean, it's it's like saying it's a that, shirt. It's like saying you should identify with every idea that pops in your head. That's yeah. it. Like no, that's you it. Shouldn't. No, that's Some actually. of the uh,
0: it's called discernment. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> a lot of
0: crazy mm-hmm. shit. Comes and, in, right? and, and, totally. <laughs> and in discernment, the truth lies there for me. That's mm. how I see truth, rather than over disclosure. Vulnerability yeah. is much more truth. Mm. So I think the newer generations are contributing in a way that. They're better at being vulnerable. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And in our generation, if I can compare negatively, is we've been bad at over-disclosing. Yeah. Assuming it was vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And that's, I blame our snowboarding, biking, coolness as a factor for (laughs) disclosing stuff. Because we wanted to be cool that much that we started to Mm over-disclose. And then it had a trickle effect. And then i think like people are sort of it's not that oh this generation is saved and everything i just think they're doing vulnerability a lot better than i was at that age
3: Mm -hmm.
2: well this is something that could be interesting to to plumb a little bit uh in the future too and and just to draw (laughs) draw a, a parallel to to road racing that i think sort of just resonated for me is the traditional approach to road racing which is kind of foreign i think to people like myself who come from mm-hmm. mountain bike racing is because it's more of a it actually is a team sport you know that that yet is at the same time individual in terms of of, of win yeah. right um there, it is very common for people to go to road races as a member of a team, knowing that they will v- very likely or necessarily not even finish the race. Yeah. Their job will not actually be to finish the race. Yeah, yeah. Th- they will go to a race. This is the kind of an old school approach to road racing that, that maybe was fading for a little while. Hard to say, but the idea was like you go to all the races, mm-hmm. like with your team, irrespective of whether those races suit you. and part of the whole thing is like doing it anyway right knowing that you're going to get destroyed shelled like so dropped from the group (laughs) on the first climb and then you're out like that is what it is to to road race you don't just pick the ones that suit you Yeah. yeah and so i think that's about sort of Building humility mm-hmm. and understanding of capability, and also where you can contribute and where you can't. So you have a reality check mm. on what you're going to do as a team member. Right. right? Because there will be a, a obvious examples, of course, is where uh, a given writer will be terrible. It will be obvious. Everyone will know that that yeah. person's going to be terrible there. Yeah. Mm. Then there's going to be somewhere that same rider will. Everybody will agree they'll be fantastic. It'll be suited to them. Mm. But in the middle, there's going to be a whole bunch of races okay. where it's not so clear. It's
1: not so. Hmm.
2: So you're you're kind of going to have to go and do it a lot and figure out. Okay, well, when these pieces come together like this, I can contribute, and we can kind of plan totally. that. Yeah. Right versus, I only really know how I go when I go to races that are perfect for me.
0: That's it. Yeah, and right? that, and for me, that's not growing as well. Like you, even if you don't finish a race, if you contribute in a different way, then I think you grow at that moment. Mm. Yeah, well, I it's it like an as...
2: amazing opportunity in road racing for this. Yeah, and it's not something that I will argue that I I I have really great experience living Mm -hmm. actually Mm -hmm. like i think i failed in many ways in this regard yeah as as generally the stronger the strongest guy on my team yeah i didn't have the opportunity to play that role yeah Mm -hmm. and i think there's you know i i kind of would have loved to have had that opportunity to be a helper yeah instead of effectively being the team leader
0: and actually you have that opportunity opportunity now man Because you're being a helper to probably other people. Let's hope cyclists listen to this. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. And you're going to help. Because the energy of helping, because we're talking about the way to help, but the energy of helping is different. Yeah. It's like knowing the intentions of someone versus uh, two people saying the same thing, but really meaning and the intentions are totally different. Yeah. Hmm. I think... I think Matt you're you're there. You're helping people in a different way.
2: Well talking is one thing, right? There's yeah. talking. Yeah. And I'm reasonably good at talking. And then there's there's doing. So I will continue to look for opportunities and that's I love how I see that kind of inflection point mm-hmm. around now and the pandemic has probably helped in this regard. Yeah. To pivot toward, you know, where can I more explicitly help in the actual cycling domain physically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? With helping develop uh, some of the younger riders in our sort of in our mm. sphere you know in a way that that is right for them yeah you know not just about what i think they need or whatever but like mm. you know kind of meeting in the middle so in totally. um, wow. yeah. road riding i think we'll have more opportunities like that to come to because again i think we're gonna kind of yeah. wade out of this pandemic uh, you know, we have to be a little bit more patient a little
0: yeah. bit with the pandemic in yeah. the yeah and everything else yeah. but what about you vicky for for the the end of the the episode, we are arriving at the end already. Yes, I it so goes enjoyed I so I, enjoyed
1: hearing like the both of you. Um, just so much richness. I, I, it's it's you know I, I feel like I could listen to you guys talk <laughs> all and, day because there's we we I don't know we I just feel like we're getting into more and more points where we can all relate. Mm. We all have our experience. or all our own experience um
0: and total thank thank you so much vicky for being the person that's courageous enough to dive into matt and i's dimension and sort of bringing your own perspective to this like i think i value you i value your opinion a lot and i I can't wait to see you grow Mm because for Matt and Vicky, I I had a wish list as well. For Matt is to continue, push him to see that his empathy Mm -hmm. is actually there. It's just that we're going to name it. And for you is to be comfortable accepting that you're a great human being and you contribute a lot.
1: Oh, well, that means a lot. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you do. We don't have always to put a neon sign. No. To be a driven person.
1: No, for sure.
0: And you're the most modest person that I know.
1: Oh, (laughs) thank you. How about another round of coffee?
0: Another round of coffee? Yeah, Overcome Cafe. (laughs) (laughs) Tales of Mind, Body, and Relationship. (laughs) So thank you, everyone, for listening to us. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Vicky. Uh, Thank you, LP. Uh, I'm glad that we're sitting together and finishing the episode, which is our why episode today.
2: Thank you all. Thank you all.
0: See you folks. Wow. Thank you, Matt and Vicky, for such a vulnerable and open conversation. I'm so grateful for them and that I get to do this podcast with these lovely people. So, wow, guys, Um, there's more coming up um, for you. On the podcast in the next few weeks Uh, In two weeks we're going to have The Emma Therapist On episode 6 And we're in the works of recording And preparing for our first All-star coming to Our podcast We're so excited to have this guest Which I'm not naming and keeping it On the down low for the moment But I can't wait for you guys And no worries we'll start saying it As soon as we get recorded uh, thank you guys for joining us and I just wanted to take a moment to um, just encourage you like we love encouraging other people and RY is actually helping and making a positive impact on the world so uh, we chose uh, over the last year and this year to encourage chill.org that's c-h-i-l-l dot o-r-g and um, they are um, helping you uh, develop many life skills through uh, board sports and as uh, some of you may know, I was lucky enough to have have um, grown up in the snowboarding culture and I've learned many of the attributes and the qualities that I have today and how to manage my drive while snowboarding. So that has been a character building experience for me and I hope that by encouraging chill.org that we will build other people up through that wonderful organization so you guys check it out if you're interested in encouraging them uh, it's so easy go on their website and um, just look at how to donate and there's many prices many amounts so uh, we're so glad to encourage them and yes they don't sponsor us we actually uh, we, we actually want to give to them so i want to encourage you guys to head over to chill.org. And click on Donate and choose the amount that you're comfortable with. Um, thank you guys for listening. Can't wait to see you folks next in our next episode of Overcome Cafe, Tales of Mind, Body, and Relationships. For those interested, hit us up on Instagram at lplandry__overcomecafe or Matt search at cyclosomatic. And also, you can look us up on um, LinkedIn and Facebook at Overcome Cafe. Have a good one.